Hello, my name's Morgan. And I'm Jalen. And you're listening to the Trademark Productions 301 The Redirect Podcast. 301 The Redirect. So today we have a very exciting topic. We are going to be talking about keyword research. Doesn't sound that exciting, but once you actually get into it, it is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, like Morgan said, it's very interesting and it can become exciting just depending on the topic that you're researching. Mm -hmm. So if it's for your own business or if it's for a couple of clients, um, depending on your interest, it can be very fun after a while. Mm -hmm. So let's start with what are keywords? I would say keywords are words or phrases that your intended audience searches on search engines. So like Google, if they say, hey, Google, or they type, what is a pineapple, for example? So pineapple would be that keyword um, for, let's say, Dole, because Dole does sell canned pineapples, canned fruits, canned peaches. Mm-hmm. And that's another way where, um, so we're also going to talk about long tail keywords, which are, you know, taking pineapples and then doing canned pineapples, fresh pineapples, pineapples imported from XYZ. Exactly. Um, so there are a ton of different ways that a keyword can get you to a different result. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where optimizing your website to include all of the different relevant keywords and key phrases is really going to help boost you in uh, the search engine so that people that are looking for what you provide, they're going to be able to find you. Yep. So how does it work? So basically, like Morgan said, for keyword research, it's to optimize your website, your blog posts, your social media posts to actually have your audience find you through organic search. So on search engines, there are two different kinds of search results that you're going to find. You're going to find paid search results, which you'll usually find at the very top of your Google search page. And you'll find organic results, which are not paid. And it's whatever results Google or Bing or Yahoo uh, believes is the most relevant for what you are searching for. Mm -hmm. Being a paid result is great, um, but... But it's not necessary. Organic is really supreme. Um, So if Mm -hmm. you can get organic rankings, go for it. Mm -hmm. But if you want a little extra boost, those paid ads will help you out that way. Definitely. I know when I'm using a search engine, I usually skip past the majority of the paid ads anyways, and I'll go straight to the organic results because Mm -hmm. usually they're more relevant because it's Mm -hmm. not what people are um, paying to show me. It's what Google believes is actually relevant to what I'm looking for. Exactly. And most of the time the ads are just so kind of in your face Mm -hmm. where it's like if you aren't familiar with that certain website or that business you kind of just scroll past it anyway yeah pay ads do have their um, pros and cons but for keyword research purposes this is for organic rankings Mm -hmm. so when people are using search engines uh, as part of the journey to purchasing something like a service or a new product Mm -hmm. um, there are different trends you'll see in the keywords that they're using. Um, But for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to talk about long tail keywords, which are usually what you will find people searching for towards the end of their um, buyer's journey. So Mm -hmm. they indicate that someone is ready to buy something because they get very specific in what they're searching for. They know exactly what they want and they're just looking to be able to find it so that way they can purchase it and be done with the whole ordeal. Right. So long tail keywords are very specific long phrases so it'll be like let's say i'm searching for um i'm going to disney next week so let's say i want to search for um 
some new outfits to wear. Mm -hmm. I know that I want a denim jacket to go with all of my outfits that I'm wearing, but there are so many different kinds of denim jackets, but I know exactly what I want. I want one that is oversized, trucker style, a little distressed, light wash, um, and from this specific brand. Right. So when I search all of those together, that creates a long tail keyword phrase, and that indicates that I am ready to purchase because I know exactly what I want. And if you are someone who offers that exact item, those are keyword phrases that you're going to want to include into your blog posts, onto your website, on the product pages themselves. That way they show up when I'm searching. And not only do you have a happy customer, but you've made some money. Exactly. And also questions are long tail keywords as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people search um, what what's the nearest restaurant to me? Um, what stores are near me, mm-hmm. where, what time does Target open, what time do they close? These are all long tail keywords as well in forms of questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for instance, going again with the Disney theme, because that's kind of all that's on my mind at yeah. the moment. <laughs> um, let's say I'm looking for a hotel. Mm-hmm. So I would ask what hotels are cheapest during the beginning of March in Orlando, Florida. Right. That's a very long search phrase. But if you are able to rank organically for that, that's going to benefit you very much. Yeah. And you can even put in spring break because that's Mm -hmm. a lot of college spring break time. If you wanted to get in on like those discounts that they have for the for the spring break, you can also search that way so you Mm -hmm. can get um, bigger savings. So keyword research is super important because you need to know what your audience is searching. If you want your audience to find you, you have to know what they're searching. Mm -hmm. So doing this research prepares you to know exactly what your audience is typing into search engines so you can pop up either first or within the first page organically because nine times out of ten, most people aren't going to page two, three, four, or five when they get to Google or Bing searches. They pretty much stay on that first page or research another key phrase or a long tail keyword until they get that landing page or website that they need. It's also really important because in doing keyword research, you will learn more about how people are actually interacting with your product or service. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're a indie company who's selling organic coconut oil and you're using you're selling it for cooking purposes but as you may know coconut oil has a lot of different uses in uh, beauty in Mm -hmm. um, styling your hair in um, you know moisturizing and using it for shaving Um, you can make candles with it there's so many different purposes and so in doing keyword research you'll learn kind of what they're searching to find coconut oil because maybe they don't know that you can use it in their hair. But if you're ranking for organic hair gel, then people may stumble upon your product and boom, you have a new customer as well as a new uh, target market segment. Mm -hmm. So as I was doing research on this topic, I came across a lot of queries that talked about keyword research being dead. Do you agree with this, Morgan? I don't think so. I know there are a lot of automated tools out there that will do your keyword research for you, but I don't think that they're at the point where actually sitting down and doing keyword research is of no use. Right. I think there's definitely still great value in um, going through search queries that maybe people got to your website from or how you want people to find your website mm-hmm. and um, really just digging into it um, because I think you'll learn a lot more about your business and the industry that you operate in um, just by doing something as simple as going through different keywords. Right. And like Morgan said, there are a bunch of free tools that a lot of marketers use. 
So answerthepublic.com is one of the favorites in our office. It pretty much compiles all of the keyword phrases, all of the keyword questions, and even puts them in alphabetical order and in charts so you can look at it visually. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a really great tool because it does pull all of the queries that you see from Google, Bing, or any other search engine, and it compiles it all in one um, web page, or you can download it as a Excel file. Mm -hmm. So there's another great keyword tool that I've actually mentioned on the podcast before. It's called uh, Keywords Everywhere. It basically, it's like a Chrome plugin. Uh, you download it, and then anytime you use Google, it will uh, show you the search volume, the CPC, and the competition of that uh, search query. Mm -hmm. And then um, on the side on Google, where you have kind of a bit of white space, it actually fills that up with related keywords and um, what people also search for. As well as for each of those results, it will tell you the volume CPC and competition of those keywords as well. Um, so I really like to use that one when I'm just starting out in keyword research, when yeah. I don't really know all of the long tail um, queries that people are going for. This will help you kind of find those and then go down all of the different avenues that you can with keywords. And speaking of CPC search volume and competition, those are some metrics that are used to evaluate different keywords. Uh, so your volume is essentially how many people are inputting that uh, search term into Google on a monthly basis, mm -hmm. on a yearly basis, um, but for the most part, it's monthly. Um, so like, for example, I searched the term rice and that came up with a volume of 368,000 searches per month. Oh, wow. Um, it has a CPC value of about 35 cents, which is pretty decent, and yeah. a competition of 0.22%, which uh, competition is ranged from zero to one, one being essentially uh, 100% yeah. um, and zero being that it's not competitive whatsoever mm -hmm. and that people aren't really using that term. So for competition, you generally want to be somewhere in that, um, I'd say like 40 to 70 range, because if too many people are searching for something, it's going to be really hard to rank for. But if not enough people are searching for it, why would you want to rank for it? Right. However, if you are looking to invest more into those long tail search keywords, it won't be as important because not that many people are searching for that term. But the people that are have a very high intent to purchase. Mm -hmm. um, so the, there's really there's a lot of nuances in keyword research, but you really just have to kind of get into it. And once you start to learn more about it, it becomes pretty simple to do. Another metric that is usually used is uh, CPC, which is the cost per click. That's if you are going to try to rank with paid search ads on that key term. That's around how much you'll spend for each click that you'll get. We have three best practices for you to implement keyword research into your business. So first, Google recommends that you put 10 to 20 keywords in your ad set if you're running Google ads. That way, this allows for you to really maximize on those 10 to 20 keywords for you to get the maximum um, engagement and conversion. So you want to pick the ones that really hone in and, and describe your business. So like the coconut example that Morgan um, talked about a little bit earlier. So if you know you make coconut oil, you want to include coconut oil as one coconut, coconut gel, anything that mm -hmm. is related to that coconut oil that you feel like your audience is searching that would need to be within your ad set if you are running um, Google ads. Mm -hmm. Two would be to build ideas and write 
as you would say it as you're searching it on search engines. So basically, since you are your business, you know kind of how your audience is searching for different items that your company either offers or sells. So basically, you want to think of it as you being the customer, the audience, and kind of just sit in their shoes and write down the words as that. Mm -hmm. And also remember, you can add your questions in here too. So think of questions that your audience might be searching Mm -hmm. and add that to that idea list as well. And our third point would be to take your time. Results do not happen immediately. Mm-hmm. And they don't happen overnight either. So basically, if you don't see the results that you want at first, keep going. Keep making sure mm-hmm. that you're refining that list. If you see that some keywords are doing better than others, you might want to drop the ones that are low performing mm-hmm. or kind of like edit them a little just to see what will work. Mm-hmm. Um, but just continue to keep refining and keep editing that list. Yeah. Using keywords is an ever-changing process. You know, one key phrase that works for you one month may not do so well three months down the line. Exactly. Really, anything with SEO is an ongoing process, and you just have to keep tweaking it and, you know, hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to enhance your website's SEO with keyword research, let us know. Trademark Productions specializes in this component of SEO as well as tons of others. Uh, we also do web development and digital marketing. So if you'd like to take the next step in improving your website's SEO and ultimately making more money, contact TM today and let us know. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to the Trademark Productions 301 The Redirect Podcast, and we will see you next week. (laughs) 